to Totalus Rankium. This week, Constantine Three. Hello, and welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Augustus, and now we're on 72, and it's Constantine Three. Yeah. Yes. The emperor no one's heard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here we are recording straight after Honorius's episode. Yeah. Due to upcoming holidays. Yes. Now, in theory, how we're trying to do this is we're getting ahead of the game, and uh, you listeners won't notice some week out. No. You will now, we've told you. Yeah. Well, in theory, when this is released, you will be on holiday. And oh. I will be heading for the plane, I think. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So when this, to- this this comes out, I'll be we having a cocktail. Yeah. I won't be. But I'll be on my way to Capri. Oh, like yes, Capri. Yes, Capri. I'm going to see if I can hunt down where Tiberius kept all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> see if there's any evidence for that. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen to the episode when you when you go. Yes, yeah, I will do. Right, anyway, enough of us gallivanting around on holiday. Let's have a look at Constantine Three, shall we? Yay! Yes. So who is Constantine Three? He was a British general. Yeah. That got a bit annoyed the fact that his army kept being taken. I reckon. Yeah. Built his own, took off Spain and Gaul. Yeah. Tried to fight the barbarians back, and I'm guessing didn't last very long. There we go, don't we need to do an episode? That pretty much sums it up. That honestly is about as much space as he's usually given in the history books. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> let's well, see if we can pad this out a little bit, shall we? Yes. Right, first of all, Constantine III very nearly didn't get an episode. Oh, really? He's very rarely featured on lists of emperors. Is he on the poster? Is he on the poster? Let's find out. Ba ba da ba, check in the poster. Ba da ba ba ba, ba da ba, check in the poster. No, he's not. Ah, okay. <laughs> and also, interestingly, not recognised by future Romans either. Oh, really? No. So, how can we decide to do an episode then? Ah, well, I couldn't justifiably leave him off because he is recognised as a co emperor by Honorius at one point. So, according oh, yes. to our rules, he is an yeah, emperor. Yeah, he was given a, a cloak, wasn't he? Mm. But he is considered. So not an emperor, right? That in two hundred and fifty years' time, roughly, when another Constantine takes the throne, oh, he's called Constantine Three. Oh dear. <laughs> yes. So we're going to have another Constantine Three episode at some point. Oh, brilliant. So we'll call him Constantine Three B. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And three point one. I did a very, very quick little scan of what the other Constantine three looks like, and he looks like he might be even more pathetic than this one. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so not an upgrade then? No. Um, so yes, we'll be coming across Constantine 3B in our second series. Excellent. But for now, Constantine three. Word of warning, might be a bit of a short one. We don't know when he was born. Okay. But we do know his name was Flavius Claudius Constantinus. So he has got the Constantinian name. Yes. Apparently referred to himself as Constantine III when he was elevated. Mm. Which the other Constantine III didn't, but we'll get into that in his episode. (laughs) I'll be Constantine IV. No, sir, you have to be three. Why? (laughs) Because you're the third one. But there's one before me. No. He was rubbish. Didn't count. Should I be Constantine II then? No, no, sir. (laughs) No. 
Although he was rubbish also. Oh. <laughs> Can I just be Constantine? <laughs> no! Okay, I have to separate me from Constantine the First, Constantine the Great. No! <laughs> yeah, it does get a bit bit messy. Well, interestingly, though, because the very, very last emperor is Constantine the Eleventh. Oh. But there were 12 Constantines. Wow. Yeah, which I only found out recently. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's confusing. It's all very confusing. Yeah. As much as I'd love to just defy convention and order them properly, <laughs> that would just confuse everyone. So we probably won't do that. Anyway, this week's Constantine. Now, we do know that he was in the army. Good. That's his early life. Wonderful. Yes. He rose through the ranks. Oh, he did? Yes. And by 406, who, who knows how old he is by this point, but I'm going to guess he's in his 40s by this point. 42. He's 42, let's say that. So he's 42, and he's in a leading position in Britain. This was the year that a huge invasion of Vandals, Goths, Allens, and others crossed the Rhine. Let's call it the Pact. The Pact. Yeah. <laughs> the Invasion Pact. Barbarian Pact. Yeah, okay. I like it. That was the year of the Invasion Pact. It was not a good time for Gaul. And I'll quote, The terror of fire and sword was followed by the horror of hunger in a wasted land. Ooh. Also, ground was salted and burnt. Yeah, it was not a good time to be in Gaul. No. But Constantine is not in Gaul, he's in Britain. But Britain is unstable at this point. Mm. Stilicho had been over a few years previously. If you remember, Stilicho popped over for a bit. Yes, he did. But apart from that, the island province has been pretty much ignored for quite some time. <laughs> and this had led to a lot of people who lived there who had become a little bit unhappy. Maybe a bit anti-Roman? Maybe a little bit. Now remember, Britain had been in the Empire since Claudius. Wow, yeah. Yeah. It's now fully Roman, culturally. It's it's just Roman. Yeah. But its separation from the mainland caused some problems. It was easy for Saxon raiders to prey on the trade ships, and the Northern Picts and Scots were constantly a threat from the north. The Britons, fed up with this lack of support, did what they have done several times before, which is revolt and declare an emperor. <laughs> if you remember, in the past, Magnus Maximus came yes, from here. Yeah. Constantine himself. Yeah, that's true. The great one. Is York? Or... Yes. Yeah, yeah we've, we've had a few usurpations coming from Britain. Yeah. However, this new emperor was not Constantine III, but a man named Marcus. Emperor Marcus. However, according to Zosimus, the troops did not like Marcus too much. And I'll quote, Having put him to death for not complying <laughs> with their inclinations, they set up Gratian. What? Whom they presented with the diadem and the purple robe, and attended him as their emperor. But it appeared that the troops weren't too happy with him either. Okay. <laughs> and I'll carry on the quote, Being disgusted with him likewise... <laughs> They, four months afterwards, deposed and murdered him, delivering the empire to Constantine. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it took, took a few attempts. But Constantine III seemed just right. <laughs> it's like three little bears, isn't it? Yeah. This emperor's too lumpy. This one keeps shouting at us. This one's just right. Yes, yeah, so Constantine III is the man for the job, so they start to organise. Howdy hell! It was painfully obvious to everyone in Britain and to those in Gaul that Honorius was not coming to their aid. Nope. He just wasn't. And this massive influx of barbarians across the Rhine were a very real threat. Mm. So Constantine realised that he had to do something to stem the tide. Rather than just ruling Britain... 
he decided to have a stab at the whole empire. That meant he had to secure Gaul. <laughs> Step one, get rid of this invasion. <laughs> Easy. Easy. So, in 407, he rounded up all the troops he could find in Britain. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, like, looking behind the sofa and... Pull out, turn out his pockets. Yeah, under the fridge. Oh, there's always under the fridge. Yeah, exactly. So, just looking everywhere until he'd round up all the troops he could find, and he led them across the channel. So, we've now got our army. It's a total of... 14. <laughs> oh, no, 15. 15, that's one. <laughs> Grab him. <laughs> Everyone in Britain stood on the cliffs of Dover, waving to the troops. Bye. Come back soon. Make sure you come back soon. We yeah. need you. We're so looking forward to having you back. You're our only defence against the Saxons, the Picts and the Scots. We love you. We Let love you. Please come back. Please. 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 They said, <laughs> as mentioned earlier, they didn't go back. No. <laughs> So, Constantine then spends some time in Gaul, rallying men to his cause and fighting the said barbarians. He seemed to have won a number of victories at this point, and apparently was defending the Rhine better than anyone since Constantius II and Julian were doing it. So, yeah, it's a pretty good start. Yeah, if only we had detail. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Saying this, he certainly did not beat back the invasion. Gaul no. was still overrun, but he was making some inroads. He, he's probably stopping them moving forward. He's more of a barrier than a... Well, not really. Oh. <laughs> he's sort of going along with them. <laughs> yeah. But it's better than nothing. And people yeah. were quite happy someone was actually there. People in Gaul, that is. Yeah. Because Stilicho, by this point, has heard about Constantine and has sent a force to take him out. But this does not succeed. Hmm. Despite losses on both sides, Constantine manages to hold on to power at this point. Because of this, his support in Gaul rises rapidly. And it's not long before he solidly has Britain and Gaul. But he realised he had to secure Spain. Now, if you remember, Theodosius was from Spain. Yeah. Therefore, Honorius, Theodosius' son, had a lot of family in Spain. So, in order to be safe heading into Italy, Constantine needed to secure his rear, as it were. So, it's around this time that Constantine elevates his son, Constans, to the position of Caesar, or possibly Augustus, we don't know, and then sent him with a trusted general, Gerontius. Gerontius? Gerontius, it's a good name. So, Constans, his son, and Gerontius both go off to Spain to fight the Theodosian family. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Just a few women and a few children in a small house. Yeah. <laughs> 60,000 men. Well, we don't know the details, but it didn't last long, apparently. Mm. And it was not long before Spain was taken. The good news just keeps coming for Constantine III. He now has Spain, Britain, and Gaul. He's doing amazingly well. He is doing really well. He then learns that Stilicho, by far the best general that Honorius has, has been killed in a coup. Looking good. Yeah. Not only that, but this new guy, a man named Olympius... <laughs> is rubbish. ...seemed hell-bent on leading Honorius down a path of persecution against the Goths. Wonderful, <laughs> thought Constantine. So he just sat back and watched as Alaric and Honorius turned against each other and then chose his time carefully to send some envoys down to Ravenna. Mm. He could help Honorius, he sent to Honorius. <laughs> I will happily take on Alaric and the Goths alongside you. Honorius, at this point, more fearful of Alaric on his doorstep than Constantine in his back garden, decides to please Constantine in an effort to slow him down. 
And so it is in 409. Constantine III was delighted when his envoys returned with a purple robe. Yes. He was very happy because this meant in approximately 1600 years' time, he'd get an episode all to himself. And that's... Rather than just being a usurper. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he's, he's thrilled. Yeah. So he's now formally co-emperor in charge of the West, in charge of Britain, Gaul, and Spain. Wonderful. It's a good rise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. However... <laughs> yeah, waiting for that. <laughs> this is when Constantine looks around and realises that being emperor of Gaul meant he was responsible for Gaul, and Gaul was a mess. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he really hadn't sorted Gaul out. He just managed to get a sort of hold of part of it. That was all. <laughs> oh dear. And this, this is where things start going a little bit wrong. Okay. So by this point, the region is overrun by barbarians. So much so that some were even starting to break through into Spain. So we really hadn't stopped the tide here at all. They were now pouring across Gaul into Hispania. Constantine was busy fighting in Gaul, so he sends his son to meet up with his trusted general, Gorontius, who was still in Spain running things for him. Brilliant. Constantine thinks this winning combination of my son and Gorontius, who won Spain so easily before, will easily be able to fight this small band of barbarians that have snuck into Spain. Yeah, piece of cake. Easy. So he was quite surprised when, soon afterwards, his son suddenly appeared. Oh, hello. <laughs> Are you not meant to be in Spain? <clears throat> It turns out that Gerontius had revolted and elevated his own puppet emperor. Oh dear. Yes. So Constantine grits his teeth. <sighs> but not a problem, he thought. Let Gerontius fight the barbarians in Spain. Yeah. They'll wear each other out, I'll swoop in. Mop them up. Mop them up. This isn't the end of the world. Plus, I need to deal with Gaul. And, oh, what's this? Roger's at the door. Hey, Roger. Hello. There's another problem. The Saxons had noticed that Constantine had left Britain with no troops. Ah. And were now raiding like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Party! <laughs> yes. Britain, a little bit miffed that Constantine was now neglecting them, since they were the ones that raised him, rebelled and threw out all his officials. That was the phrase I came across in my research, throughout. So I'd like to think they literally took them to the cliffs of Dover <laughs> and threw them into the channel. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Don't come back. Yeah. So, just like that, Constantine had lost Britain. That's one third of his power base gone. And a big chunk of the Roman Empire. Hmm. Oh, and Spain as well. Oh. Because it turns out rather than fight each other, Gerontius had somehow managed to form an alliance with the barbarians that had invaded Spain, and now they were all coming for him. Oh, so now it's two fronts. <laughs> so that's Spain and Britain <clears throat> gone. All he's got left is Gaul, which is overrun with barbarians. From the north and then from Spain from the south. Yeah. Ah. It's not looking great. He's not doing well. Oh, I'm going to be honest there. Then Roger comes along. Hello, <laughs> Great news. <laughs> Alaric, the king of the Goths, was dead. Now, this didn't immediately impact Constantine. He probably breathed a sigh of relief. This doesn't seem like bad news. Until someone nearby just did a little cough. <clears throat> what, what, what is it? 
Well, if Alaric's dead, there's no one distracting Honorius anymore, so he can now send people up to attack you. Ah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Damnation. <laughs> so, we've now got all the barbarians in Gaul, and Grontius from Spain, and potentially someone coming from Italy. It could bode ill for him. <laughs> and it did so, because then Roger turned up again. <laughs> Hello, sir! <laughs> Barely left the room! <laughs> I take my job very seriously, sir. <laughs> what is it? Is it Honorius? Is he coming for me? No, no, don't worry, sir. It's a man named Jovinus. <laughs> he's in the Rhine, and he's declared himself emperor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and Atolf, the brother of Alaric, he's decided to bring all those Goths up into Gaul and join Jovinus. So that's nice. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, that means there's no enemy in Italy anymore. Honorius is free to launch an attack whenever he wants. Jovinus is going to be attacking from the Danube. Garantius is going to be attacking from Spain. And Gaul's overrun with barbarians. Gong. <laughs> Gong. <laughs> the death gong's Gong. back. <laughs> oh, hello, Gilbert. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> You see all, all his generals starting to wear black. <laughs> so, what to do? Run away in panic. No, he doesn't try, do that. Try and form an alliance. Who with? with? Who's again? Um, Spanish. Garantius. Yes. His trusted general who's already betrayed him. His closest. Or, <laughs> or okay, Joe Venus then. And Alfredton. Atulf. Atulf. Um, <clears throat> maybe that would have been sensible. It's not what he decides to do. He decides to take on... The enemy he knows best, which is Garantius. But he doesn't send himself. He's busy fighting the Gauls. So once more, he sends his son Constance towards Spain. You go. I don't want him. His son leads the force, meets Garantius in the battlefield, and managed to die. <laughs> okay. Along with all his troops. Garantius is still coming. And had a nice little warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Constantine's starting to worry at this point, so turns to his own Praetorian Prefect that he'd elevated for some advice. Send for the Praetorian Prefect, he asked. He waited for a while. His Praetorian Prefect couldn't be found. Turns out he's defected to Jovinus. Oh, oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Can you feel the walls closing in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's at the stage now where he won't be able to sleep at night, I feel. <laughs> By this point, Garantius arrives. Is this tent getting smaller? I feel like this tent's getting smaller. I need to get out of this tent. Constantine manages to hold up in Arles, or Arles, but is soon completely surrounded. Siege warfare begins. Like a good siege. However, Constantine was not going to give up yet. He was no dummy. He had managed to get his top, most trusted general out to raise troops just before the siege lines were complete. All he had to do was hold out and wait for his trusted general, Edibicus, we'll just call him Eddie, so wait for Eddie to return with troops and break the siege. And this is his trusted general. Trusted general Eddie. Okay. So he's got a plan. All he needs to do is wait out. And Eddie will be there. Eddie will be there. Break Garantius's lines. Constantine will be free. The days pass. <laughs> the weeks pass. It got to the point where Constantine was going to have to give up. But then, 
in true Hollywood style. Yes. When his men were at their wits' end, when all hope had left them, when all was lost, a horn rang out. Constantine looks across the field. A huge army was approaching. <sighs> That's right. It was a man named Constantius. <laughs> he was the new general for Honorius and was coming up into Gaul to wipe Constantine out. Oh, dear. Constantine was able to watch out the window as Constantius brushes Gerontius aside with ease and sets up his own siege lines. <sighs> Gerontius eventually was burnt to death in a house by the remains of his own troops. Nice. So there you go, that's one enemy down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heavy cloud. <laughs> yeah. It's just that large force sieging him has now turned into an even larger force sieging him. Oh dear. He's still trapped. Three months far. Oh. But then, in the eleventh hour once more, <laughs> a horn rang out. <laughs> it was none other than Eddie coming over the <gasps> hill with a formidable Frankish nice. army. Constantine again was able to watch from the window as Constantius utterly destroyed his only chance of survival. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Eddie You can imagine his face when he saw the army like, Yes! Yeah! No! 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 Oh. Eddie managed to hide in a nearby villa But a friend betrayed him And yeah. he was executed Eddie turned Eddie Yes It looked like it was all over But What's this? <laughs> it was Roger coming through the battlefield There was a letter Maybe this could turn the tide of fortune. Hello, sir. I got here as fast as I could. Good news. I knew you'd have to read this straight away. Constantine rips open the letter and read. The rest of his troops, stationed near the Rhine, had defected to Jovinus. <laughs> Roger standing there, beaming <laughs> smile on his face. Good news. This is a letter slowly slips from, his, from Constantine's hand. Uh, Constantine now is just a man in a city being sieged. He has nothing left. Oh dear. He has no choice. He did the only thing left for him to do. Kill himself? No, he went to the cathedral, stripped oh. himself of his robe, and was ordained as a priest. What? <laughs> he wasn't going down, not without a fight, because he wasn't going to fight, but he wasn't going to die. <laughs> he thought, they won't kill me, a priest, and if I'm a priest, they won't kill me. Yeah. Very shortly after he became a priest, mm. Constantius breaches the city oh. and ordered that Constantine be brought to him. Who? Me? Said Constantine? I'm not Constantine. I'm a priest. I'm a humble priest. I'm not, I'm not an emperor. This fools no one whatsoever. No. Was it the fake glasses and the fake nose and the <laughs> moustache? But it was bad form to kill a priest. So, Constantius, not wanting to kill a priest, sends him back to Ravenna. But unfortunately for Constantine, he had a tragic accident on the way <laughs> involving his neck and a sword. <laughs> and so, Constantine died. Ah. <laughs> okay. It's a short but sweet episode, this one. It is. Oh. Bit depressing. But at the same time... Somewhat hilarious. Darkly hilarious, yeah. Because <laughs> yes. we yeah. obviously have no soul. Yeah. It was a swift rise. It was. But a swifter fall. So there you go. That's Constantine three. Yeah. The third Constantine. 
not quite living up to his namesake. Uh, yeah, I would argue that, yeah. But I'd argue possibly better than the second Constantine. Really? Yes, if you remember, the second Constantine was killed by his little brother Constans really shortly after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Constantine 2 didn't do much at all. Anyway, let's let's rate this Constantine, shall we? Fightius Maximus! Actually, not bad this round compared to the last two emperors. He did some fighting and did really well. Until... He did terribly. Yeah. But yes, he fought countless skirmishes in Gaul. Mm-hmm. He beat back groups of barbarians. He is said to have defended the Rhine particularly well. And he also gained Spain through conquest. <laughs> he did gain Spain, yeah. Yeah. So, he's gained land, and he's defended the empire against overwhelming odds. That's true. That's good. Bad. He lost Britain. He lost Spain. He lost Gaul. He lost his life. He lost. <laughs> <laughs> he's what we call a loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I... I'm only going to judge him on the, on the last part because it's all good to the build-up, but then he lost it, so zero. Oh, no, I've got to give him more than zero. I, I can't. Arcadius cannot get more than Constantine. He Constantine lost... fought battles and won them. But he lost three massive provinces of the Empire. Arcadius, he may not have fought, but he didn't lose anything. He lost three massive provinces. The Empire is now in negative equity because of him. It's not great, is it? And he didn't, he didn't stop the invading army. He got surrounded. He couldn't do anything about it. He got sieged and then died. But he did do some fighting successfully. You've got yes, to give but... him points for that. Yeah, but I'm then taking them away because he <laughs> lost them all. Yes, he won Spain, but he lost it back. Very quickly. I would give myself zero Phytius Maximus. <sighs> yeah, but he lost so much. He, lo- he Almost a third of the empire is now gone because of him. And not really because of him. It is, really. I blame Honorius more. Well, I blame him as well. He had a chance. He could have. Done, he was there to try and do something. Britain basically slipped away from the fingers, so it can be bothered. I'm going to give him two. What? For, for doing some fighting and succeeding. You just want to give him more than. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm giving him two. Okay. Yeah. You stick him with your zero. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Contentious Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Next round. Aprovium Um, Not much, really. He thought usurping at this time was a good idea. Idiot. <laughs> but no, we just don't have enough about him. Zero. Um, yeah, zero. Successes ultimates. Good. Britain and Gaul were being ignored and overrun. They needed someone somewhere to defend them. And Constantine stood up and took on that role. Bad, he did not succeed. <laughs> No, he did not. So it's going to be a zero, isn't it? Yes. And again, the Empire's just been chopped by a third. Yeah, it's not good. So, zero. Zero. Image of You're going to be shocked. No bust. Uh, no time. I'll draw a coin then. <coughs> You've got someone screaming. Yeah. Screaming with fear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with curly hair. Hmm. Um, he didn't have curly hair, according to his coin. Oh, straight But hair. he does look quite startled. Oh, he does. <laughs> He's got a kind of dire eye, isn't he, there? That expression on his face is the kind of expression I imagine he had every time he opened one of the <laughs> yes. letters from Roger. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> very, very wide eyes, a downturn yeah. mouth. Not, that's not a smiley face. It's really not, is it? No, that's that's not a good face. No. Um, I'm going to give him a point for the interesting eyebrow. I'll give a point for the crazy eyes. Yeah. yeah. So that's two. Two, so that's 0. 0.5. Temple completed. So how long's he last there? Couple of years. Yeah, well done. 409 to 411. <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> Which gives him a 0.25 for this round, and a grand total of 2.75. Nice. Which uh, is justifiably bad. That seems a bit mean that Honorius managed to defeat him by quite a bit, and Honorius did nothing. But he had the tempo. Oh, he did have the tempo score. Yeah, so this puts... Constantine III is our fifth worst emperor. Okay. He is apparently slightly better than Jovian. <laughs> oh Poor Jovian. Balbinus, Hostilian, and obviously Quintinus. Apparently Valentinian II, the boy puppet emperor, was better than him. Oh dear. So, let's say no to Genesisar in the next round. Yes. Do they have a certain Genesisar? No. No. <laughs> Although amusing story, Shades of Julianus. Oh, yeah, panicking. Why? It's getting worse and worse. It's like a house of cards. Yeah. Just not good enough. In, in any way, shape, or form. No. There we go. Short episode this week. Yep. Uh, but better than no episode, considering we're technically both on holiday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we're still working for you guys. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's this week. Next week, the man who defeated him. Constantius. Ooh. Three. Getting a lot of threes at the moment. We are getting lots of threes at the moment. Rule of three. Yes. So, Constantius three next week, which you know a little bit about. How do you think he'll do? Um, we well, quite all his army, so he might score well for fighting in terms of he beat down he, he, an emperor, didn't he? Yeah, it's not just a usurper. Mm. It's an actual emperor. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, yeah, see how, how he handled the situation in the... The West, that's how it's sort of... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Will you get anything back? So that just means we just need to say a couple of thank yous. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to Andrew E. Mayo, or Andrew E... No, that's just Andrew E. Mayo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you very much yeah. for joining our Senate. Oh, brilliant. Welcome. And we've also got some reviews this week. <gasps> we haven't had any for a while, have we? No, but we've got some now. Yay. Which is nice. So, thank you to The Great... For this five-star review, entitled This this Podcast Cures Depression. We should probably put a disclaimer there. <laughs> that has not been verified by peer review. <laughs> Medical professionals would not recommend listening to podcasts. Seriously, this podcast is so hilarious it should be in the comedy section. I've listened to every single episode so far. Rob and Jamie are amazing hosts and they never fail to make me laugh out loud. Keep extracting the most fun out of history. Oh, that's nice. Thank you very much. Like extracting. This next one of the five star review from Toothless Horse. Found this podcast by chance on Podbeam. Great information, fun look at ancient Roman history. 53 episodes in and I'm enjoying just as much as I did with the first one. They're full of witty banter, and the hosts gel with each other better than chocolate and peanut butter. Also, one more thing. Hashtag Jeff for Emperor. Ooh. Insane. <laughs> no, surely not. Thank you very much. Nay. And then finally, Hunter 3 Hunter. Good Five name. stars. Amazing podcast. This is an amazing podcast. If you love anything to do with Agent Rome, I have learned so many new things that I didn't learn in my classical studies courses. 
It's because we're better than yeah. classical stories. And cheaper than university as well. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the extra parts at the end of each episode are hilarious, and listening to this podcast is the best part of my day. Oh, cheers from Canada. Oh, thanks, Canada. Okay, so. Yeah, very nice. Are you going to choose a winner? Um, I think a, mate, a Hunter 3 Hunter, because... You know, they're saying, you know, they're gaining new information from us. And that's quite nice. It gets me. It must give you a nice warm fuzzy feeling. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Hunter3Hunter. Hunter. If you uh, send your address to Jamie through Facebook Messenger, it's probably the best way. Yeah. Yes. And we will send a thank you to you. Right. Yeah. Okay, so. Don't forget, you can join our Senate for as little as $1 a month. That $1 will get you access to our special Republic episodes that Rob's additionally researching as well and if you want to donate more please do all the money you send to us is spent on research books that rob uses and also upgrading and re-upgrading our audio equipment because the first lot didn't work no it really didn't <laughs> don't know why no that's a shame isn't it it is a shame <laughs> right okay so don't forget you can join us on facebook to just chat about anything that you've seen recently twitter equally you can do the same you can download us from Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes, and Instagram. <gasps> Instagram. Yeah, well, you can't download us from Instagram, but Jamie's doing something with Instagram that yeah. I've not seen yet, but I'm no. sure it's good. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm using it properly. No. Well, it, I, I don't think many people use it now, because it might be out of date. It's probably about 10 years old now. We're just as really... long as you keep an up with our MySpace page. Yes, I've got that up and running. That's fine. That's fine. All good. Right, so all that leaves us to say is... Good news, sir. <laughs> no. Goodbye. Bye. Welcome to Totalus Rankium. Hello and welcome to American Presidents to Tallis Rankium Preview. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the presidents from Washington to Trump. <laughs> Don't laugh. And this is our preview, just to explain basically what, what, what we're doing, what's going on. So, as some of you may have noticed, we're coming to the end oh. of the Western Roman Empress. Yes. But good news, good we're news. continuing with the Eastern Roman Empire afterwards. Yes, we are. And we are also starting a new season, American Presidents. The idea is we will release alternate weeks. One week it's American Presidents, the next week it's a Roman Emperor. Try not to get confused. Yeah, don't want to mix them up. No, I'll try not to get confused. <laughs> Although that might be fun. Oh, that'd be weird. That would be a bit weird. We should yeah. do a mashup one day. Yeah. We should, oh, we should do a, a, an Emperor versus President's round or something. Yes, we should. Augustus versus Washington. That would be good, I think. Caligula versus Quincy Adams. I think Washington would win that. Really? Washington was quite militarily sound. Well, sort of. We'll go through that in his episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Augustus would have just been found in a swamp somewhere, talking Hiding. about his, his jippy knee. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Damn you, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> got off topic there. Um, so yeah, this is just to make sure it's clear that yes, we are definitely continuing Roman emperors, but we're also starting American presidents. And we're quite looking forward to it as well. So yes, we've got we ideas are. on how we're going to rank them as well. We're still working out a few pieces, aren't we? Well, what we are still working out, which perhaps you can help us with, is what rounds we're going to have. So if you can think of some good rounds that we could judge the American presidents on, including some good punnage... Oh, yes. We would like to hear from you. That'd be good, yeah. We have set up an American President's Facebook page, but it might be easier just to do this through the Roman Emperor one for now, since that's the one most people attach to. But anyway, yeah, go on to Facebook and uh, give us some suggestions. We definitely are going to have Scandalgate. Oh, yes. Uh, Shock and Awe. Shock and Awe will be one. And we're going to do some bonus rounds. But we'll we'll leave that a mystery. Let's not give too much away. Yes. Right. So, look forward to that in the next couple of months or so, and we will leave you with an interesting fact. Oh, go on. President Harding. Good name. A president that you might be excused for not knowing. I'm not familiar, no. No. Um, but he will, for now, forever remain in your mind as the president that nicknamed his advantage, shall we say, Ooh. Jerry. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. We'll get into why. We know this. <laughs> in his episode. Can't wait for that one. Okay. That's a fact and a half. So, that's Ooh. American Presidents, Totalus Rankium. See you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. This next one of the five star review from... Toothless horse. <laughs> How would you feed a toothless horse? Some sort of straw. Can horses suck? <laughs> it's a fair question. <laughs> All I want to know, if you gave a horse a milkshake, could it suck up the milkshake? Episode 72. <laughs> and we've hit a new low. <laughs> it's just a filthy mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>